everybody before we jump into this week's episode just wanted to take a moment to say that we appreciate each and every listen that we received thus far you guys are amazing thank you thank you thank you furthermore if you guys have any questions about any episode or any topic suggestions or would like to give us a review feel free to reach out to us at dear some of y'all at gmail.com just like the name of the podcast also please feel free to follow us on facebook at dear some of y'all or on instagram also at dear some of y'all we appreciate your support and this wouldn't be what it is without Dear some of y'all, and as we have been doing the last few, we are live on Facebook and Instagram as we are also recording the audio episode. How you doing, Terry? It's Holy Week. It's Holy Week. <laughs> you ain't got to make that face in them sounds, man. Man, look. Um... Um, Holy Week. Um, we ain't got to get into it. I was just making reference of, you know, I try to reference the... Easter? The time that we're in when we're recording the episodes, you know, the Easter. weeks. So it's, it's, it's about to be it's Easter week. on... Um, Sunday. Sunday. Day. Yeah. So how, how you, you got your Easter fit? <laughs> Do I have my t-shirt? Yes. It came today. Not to this. Listen, I, okay. So Jesus. here's... Let me explain. All right. Uh, I grew up Baptist. Baptiste? Baptiste, yes. Baptiste. And I had a pastor who, every year on Easter, he wore overalls to preach. Because. Petty moment. Did he wear overalls and a belt or just overalls? (laughs) (laughs) Who's out here? I don't know what kind of church you be growing. I didn't see it. In. It wasn't at my church. Our wives are here. Uh, Hello, Sister Ferguson. Hey, wives. Sister Ewings. How y'all doing? Uh, where was I? Okay, yes, I was talking about my pastor and his overalls. Um, no, he didn't have a belt, just overalls. But he did it to, you know, um, bring to light that it wasn't about clothes. Like, you, it was that the the holiday per se um wasn't about what you wear because you know we make a easter a big deal with you know so my whole life has been a lie i didn't say your life has been a lie i don't know what your um folks taught you okay i'm just speaking about my own personal life experience okay uh so he was just it was 
a representation that it wasn't about the clothes. Um, so now this is not a knock to nobody. If y'all um, have your kids dressing up and got them, you know, um, Johnson and Johnson oil down. Not Johnson and Johnson oil well, down. Because you, you gotta you gotta use the baby oil gel to get the nice shine. You know, especially for us melanated folks. You, I mean, you or you could the, just use holy uh, holy oil. No, no holy oil because that's greasy. You don't want to be greasy. You want to be shiny, but, but you don't want to be oil, greasy. So you got to step in the church Mm-mm, with nope. all the blessings of God. Nope, nope. They have that at the <laughs> church. You don't need to put that on ahead of time. Uh, you need the. You need, <laughs> why are you so dumb? Um, you need the uh, the Johnson and Johnson, um, like the one you got over there. That's just that ain't that that's just regular oil. Right, but I'm saying you we need We is to, not putting Vaseline on nobody. You need to Okay, yes, that is the best shine besides coconut oil. You're right. Now, yes, for my Vaseline folks, you know, but we've we're we we've evolved. Yeah, we've using evolved that Vaseline past the Vaseline, guys. You are you to, sure we evolved past the Vaseline? Because I mean, they, no, because they're making it a lot better now. They are making it a lot better. So Vaseline, Johnson & Johnson, or coconut oil. That's what I'm saying. Don't just be out here putting regular lotion on your kids. You're not going to get the right shine. It's not going to get... It's not the right consistency. Because you're going to have you your baby coming in. You want to look like a brand new penny is what you want. Yeah. You want the Not the a shine. greasy penny. Not a greasy penny, exactly. Not like something you just spilled it on something... Uh, you know, you got hand, your hands messy. Yeah, nah. You want to you have want a that, nice. Then everywhere you know, they go, they just gonna be shiny. Nice and then even, it gets stuck on the clothes. And then it gets stuck on the clothes. Right? Now you gotta and throw you the whole entire. You can't pass it down. No, right. See, really we ain't got ridiculous. time for all of that. Um. So you want a nice, even shine. So what you telling me is you ain't gonna be suited. Um. I haven't really decided what I'm gonna wear. To be honest with you. Um. A t-shirt is absolutely one of the options, though. It it, it literally did come in the mail today, because as you know. I am now a brand ambassador for Kingdom and Will Clothing. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Shout out to Kingdom and Will Clothing. Um, So I got my my Easter shirt in the mail today. Okay. Um, So I'm I'm having decided if I'm going to dress that up or dress it down or wear something different. Because I got things in my closet that no one's seen me in. So I haven't really figured out what I'm... Um, I can tell you, though, that a suit is probably definitely out of the question. Um, I sweat too much on Sundays. Oh, it's not even a problem for me. It's yeah. not in the question. Yeah. I haven't wore a suit for a Sunday. <clears throat> I wore one. Nope. Mm-mm. It's... <sighs> yeah. I, I, it's I just, just don't be given yeah. what I needed it to be. <laughs> hey, you know what, Stan? It might be Random Topic Thursday. We might need to start doing that. Random Topic Thursday is is a movement. Is a movement. Um, I mean, we do have some things that we're gonna get into, but this I mean, is just, we don't necessarily have to. I mean, right? But also, I'm I'm on spring break this week, so I don't have a bus story. I ain't on spring break this week. I'm at school. Well, I mean, I'm school wise. Oh, you know what? I can tell that story, even though most of y'all probably seen it already on my page. But I, we can talk about it in a second. Oh lord. Um, but. As far as work is concerned, I'm on spring break, so I don't have any um, bus stories this so week. So basically, you just at home getting paid. He said I got on and all I heard was Vaseline. We were talking about <laughs> Easter. We were talking about getting your kids ready for Easter. <laughs> 
Uh, Listen. Keita said, fire up the pressing combs. It's our time. Listen. I can yes. smell them things already. Hey, you saw my post a couple days ago. Like I you, could, just, you, could sm- you could smell it. It's like you could just smell it in the air. <laughs> somebody's 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 scalp uh, finna get burnt. And somebody's ears just tingle. And somebody's edges is finna be super laid. I mean. Because <laughs> you need that edge tamer that to tame back. all those edges. So mm-hmm. you know you know it's good when you go out in the sun and it's you know, you're glistening and your edges is laid. Um, you know. I got a question. Yes. So remember when you was younger mm-hmm. and you wait, where you grew up at? Buffalo. How hot did it used to get in the summertime? Pretty hot. I mean mm, high mid mid eighties to High 90s Okay never mind So I'm just gonna tell it From my perspective How about to say Probably not as hot As where Florida. you was at but. I remember the day My mama did my hair And she put that uh, What is it The blue magic Grease in my head <laughs> and, bro, I used to always use it But this particular time mm. I decided To sit outside With everybody Because we was having A good time yeah, That wasn't a good When decision. I tell you My head was Literally sizzling All I heard was What the mess Man my head Was so hot we did used to open the fire hydrants. You're right. In I've the never experienced that. Yeah, I've always wanted to. It's it's pretty. But fun I when feel you're <laughs> I feel like the moment that I do it, a police gonna pop up and be like, "What you doing?" Yeah, and, nah, yeah, nah. It was too many of us for them to really be tripping. Um, plus, we knew most of the the officers. So anyway. they kind of just used to sit out there and let y'all do it. Yeah, sometimes they'd be sitting. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, um, they would help us if we if we couldn't get it open. Um, Thank you, uh, sister, for um, putting that information in the in the comments. Kingdom and Will Clothing. If you use the code Ferguson at checkout, you get fifteen uh, percent off of all your items. They got some nice stuff on there. And I'm on a clothing. <laughs> yes, sir. Band. And the green strips down right your now. neck, down south is a different place. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. I mean, I've o- I've only visited. I've never lived down there. But the the first time I I different. went. Literally South In the summertime It was actually a church trip So my pastor At the time Was preaching A revival or something like that Down in Alabama It was in like July Alabama Alabama And it was the first time We were not ready Cause he took We we went on like a Cause we were It was a bunch of us Mm -hmm. Um, We had a youth choir And a mass choir Whatever So he took us with them We sang He preached What have you Um but we were not ready. Well, at least I, I wasn't ready for that heat. It was like 95 at 10 p.m. Most people aren't ready for that heat. And we in like hotel rooms, but not like, I shouldn't say hotel rooms. We were in motel rooms. So, you know, like the little strip mm-hmm. ones where you, you from the outside, you walk into your door mm-hmm. and you, you right in the room. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, the girls had one room, the boys had another room. It, it was just a lot. We, there was no reason we needed to be um, down there at that time of year in that type of heat. But I don't know what part of know. Florida you went to. I think that's no, hottest. not Florida. Oh, it was Alabama. Alabama. I was about to say, because I know, like, growing up down there, it did used to get, like, really hot. But I don't recall a time where it was so hot that it was 95 degrees at night. Yeah, and it might not have been ninety five degrees at night. No, it happens. I believe. I just it happens, feel like when I was, I, just can't I was, remember. I was like twelve, thirteen, something like that. Um, so that's what it felt like. 
I mean, you know, we don't really have real good sense I of mean, temperatures at that time. So I mean, it makes sense because <laughs> the best time in the summertime in Florida is as soon as you wake up. After that, it's just like, why? Why go outside? But at that same concept, when I go to Florida, I'm not going to Florida. Like, if I wear pants, because I wear pants when I'm in Florida. But they don't be, like, no no super, super heavy, like, pants. They be, like, if I get some jeans, they be, like, super lightweight jeans. And mm-hmm. I'm, u- I'm used I'm to about it. I'm about to say, you, you're also used to it. And so. I know, like, when it's, when it's the days where it's hitting, like, 95, no breeze, you shouldn't wear, like, those jeans because you're going to sweat through them. But... Like when it be like 85 or like 90 degrees And it be like a whole bunch of wind going on Bro I'm wearing some pants uh, Pants and a short sleeve shirt You ain't finna catch me outside in nothing mm-mm. My niece She be wearing pants and a, and a hoodie When it be like 90 degrees outside Yeah I don't I don't, I don't understand that But <clears throat> she And she be like no, I ain't sweating But at that same concept she me. used to it So it makes sense But I run hot So <laughs> What kind of car are you? I run hot, bro. Ask Maya. I'm all my Gotta body. Got to check that carburetor. It's running hot right now. Always hot. It's always sir. hot. I don't sir. understand it, and it's annoying. Like you said, that's called suicide. Go left because you ain't going right. No, she's talking about you and your attire. What? Or your your niece and her. Yeah, attire. that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Hey, you gonna come up off my baby? Leave my niece. Nah, I don't understand that because kids these days like it. Well, a hoodie is a coat, so there's that. Um, and then they're still wearing hoodies in this, you know, ninety degrees outside. And Yo, they, and they sweating. Yeah, and hot, but <coughs> don't understand. I, 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 no, couldn't catch. Me. No, <laughs> I cherish. I cherish my life way too much. I, I mean, listen, I don't understand it personally, but. Uh, Man, so if y'all are just coming in like um, Stanley and all you heard was Vaseline, like we <laughs> we were talking about Easter, but also um, we were talking this- about ways to moisturize your kids' skin yeah. so they don't look ashy on Easter Sunday. Right. And Vaseline was one of the products. That are y'all dressing the boys even, up? Uh, which they're gonna be matching, but they ain't finna be suited. Oh, okay. Um, what's funny is both of them have suits. I about to say I've seen them in suits. You've only seen pictures of them in suits. Well, yeah, I know. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. That was the only purpose for that suit. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Picture purpose. Picture suit. It was. A, it was I, a picture suit. They dress like me. If I'm not wearing a suit to church, I'm not wearing a suit. No, to I, church. listen. And I get it. That junk is a lot to put on a kid, and then when they get it dirty, I'm gonna get irritated. I would rather go get a ten dollars shirt from Target, which is what we did, mm-hmm. and um, Amen. take the first picture with them in that. Oshkosh. Hey, get the rest of your clothes dirty. Eh, yeah. I'm gonna be irritated, but hey, it is what it is. It's a shirt. You're right. a kid. After I got my picture taken in, and you ain't dirty, I don't care what you do with the rest of your clothes the rest of the day. Listen, <laughs> like that's why you got to get the pictures before you leave the house. If you wait till church, yep. if you wait till you get to the venue. Soon as we wake it's up, a, it's a wrap. Hey, y'all get dressed, Zan. You the most messiest out of the bunch because you eat everything. So we not gonna give you nothing until we take this picture. After we take this picture, get your clothes dirty. I don't care. It's <laughs> it's like, bro. Just gotta make sure you get the right, you get the money shot. Man. Like I think that's probably one of the things that ne- that don't really bother me. Like if if I dress my kids up for something and they get dirty and I didn't take the picture, that's my fault. I mean, you are the adult. I, 
And the parent. Listen, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. I get irritated. Like, yo, why are you eating Cheetos? <laughs> <laughs> Who gave you Cheetos? <laughs> why? Because it do be the messiest food. It'd be like, who gave you Cheetos? <laughs> like, why? Blase why? Blah gave me Cheetos. Why did you give them Cheetos? Because they said they wanted some. Did you ask me? No. I'm going to fight you later. Because now they got Cheetos on me. <laughs> I don't care if they got Cheetos on themselves, but now it's on my nice gray shirt. I actually. Because people don't respect. Uh, your parenting, man, and you kids don't. are disrespectful. No, I don't mean. I'm not talking about just the kids. I'm talking about other people. Oh uh, no, nah, like, see, oh the baby wanted some Machitos. So. No, see, uh, <laughs> I go off on adults. Don't give my kids something that's messy and didn't tell me about it, cause we're gonna fight. Or they give them the they uh they give them any color juice. <laughs> Juice, not not like a Capri Sun where it's clear, <laughs> some water. <laughs> no, no, none of that. Not even you know. <laughs> nah, we we want yo. We want the red Power Aid that Eli, I can't fit Eli actually, in my mouth for real. So I'ma just have it all down the front. Eli of me. actually loves Gatorade. Him and Zan. So I have this Gatorade that it was just chugging this morning, and then somehow Zan spilled it on his shirt. I was like, ah, "How you spill Gatorade on your shirt?" Ah, oh well, it yeah. was. I wasn't really trying to take a picture of you. What color really was care. it? It was green. Green. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like. I don't like. We also don't colors. call the. We don't call the. The um. The colors of the, the drinks drink. by their actual. Oh, it was green flavor. apple. We don't actually call it by. No. You know the red one. Cause I but there's three you, red ones. I guarantee so you, you know which the red yellow, one are you? Referring I know you, you to? know the yellow Gatorade. Mm-hmm. It's a yellow one. It's like a light green, lemon and lime. Yeah, I, I don't mess with it. See, I know you know blue Gatorade, red Gatorade. That's the one that everybody knows. Blue and red. All I'm saying is that's that's not. It's we don't name. say the names and stuff like. But why not? Why don't? It's um too much sometimes. Sometimes you just feel like being lazy. Because, like, are you finna tell somebody to make you some fruit punch uh, Kool-Aid? Or are you going to say red Kool-Aid? Well, I don't drink Kool-Aid. So. I'm just saying in general. I mean, people call it by the color. I get it. What What do you drink that has a flavor, but you don't say the flavor, you say the color? Everything you just mentioned. You said you don't drink Kool-Aid. Yeah, or you saying, what do I drink? I call it by the flavor. But what what drink is it? What drink do you call by the flavor that is like a red or a blue or a purple? What drink is it? What's your favorite drink that's not water uh, or soda? Probably. Well, I don't drink a lot of soda anyway. Um, so I like teas. Um, pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much it. Mm. Uh, I do like the vitamin water. I love. Like I had last week that yeah, yeah, was yeah. trying to act like it was something else. I love water, orange juice. Give me some orange juice. I drank a whole gallon of orange juice in a day. I don't know. It's been like that since I was a kid. I love orange juice. Orange juice? Yeah. Kool-Aid, I don't yeah, really drink I prefer Kool-Aid orange juice much. over apple juice. Um, Apple juice is not made for my body. What I really like is the cran apple, though. Like the ocean spray. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That is pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty good. I, I don't know Especially if it's really cold Like nice Yeah Like scary. perfect temperature Yo actually So funny story Um I remember the first time Eli had soda He didn't like it 
because it kept making him burp. It make me burp. That's how he talked. So then a, a couple of days ago, I was like, I want to see if Zan like, um, if Zan is going to like soda. This boy had the soda and made, he was like, ah. <clears throat> made the, like the weirdest face and was like, huh? Mom? Mom? You want some more? Yes. So he likes soda. But Zan is also the kid that likes everything that Eli hates. Right. We so, talked about that. Yeah, like Eli hates any type of sauce. And Zan loves, loves. all sauces. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then what bot <sighs> this really bothers me, but I let him do it. So my child, Alexander. <laughs> I don't made, even know if y'all knew that, that was that's what Zan was short for. A lot of people don't know Eli's whole name. But Zan, um, when you make him a peanut butter and jelly, we get it and we cut it into fours, right? Mm-hmm. He takes the peanut butter and jelly apart, mm-hmm. flips it on the other side, grabs it, and eats it backwards. And he have so instead of the jelly being on the inside away from his hands, the jelly is on his hands and yeah. he's eating the sandwich like that. And I'm like, and then he'd be like, up, I ain't picking you up before I wipe you off. That's not happening today. No, sir, you're messy. you up, man. I will after I wipe his dirty behind hands. But a lot of people, um, it was uh, it was a while ago, somebody asked me what was uh, Eli's name. They was like, oh, so his name is uh, Eli like Elijah? No, his name is Caleb. They was like, what? He's a junior. What? Yeah, his name is Caleb Elisha Ewing's junior. He knows his whole name. He just doesn't like to be called Caleb. I was like, wow, it's like we call him Eli his whole life. So when somebody says Caleb, he'd be like, that's Dada. <laughs> or no, Dada is at work. I'm Eli. And they was like, wait, what? Yes, he. my son is smart. He knows what he wants to be called. So he started school, right? Um, He's supposed to start. Um. Monday at like one. Oh, okay. It's like one so I'm still a three. week off. It's like, I thought it was last week when we talked about. It, I thought he was no. You're not week. a week off. He was supposed to start this week, but they uh, we had to do another um, meeting, mm-hmm. and we did that meeting and it went good. And then um, we had to drop like some like birth certificate off and stuff. And it was like, yeah, he should be good for Monday uh, from like one to three thirty. I'm like, okay, because he actually got a chance to visit it. Man, he broke down when we left. How about school? I'm like, you gonna go to school? You got this. I believe in you. And he was just so excited. So um, I'm trying to stop myself from buying him a backpack, even though he has like four. <laughs> so what's well, different? I know what I am backpack. gonna do though. Um, I'm I'm getting him a, a first day outfit. There you go. Just because, and you know what it's gonna be. A sweatsuit. That yep. tracks. Well, the reason why I was asking, there really was a a, a, a method behind <laughs> <laughs> behind the madness. Um, what are y'all, or what have you discussed? Is this teacher's gonna call him Eli or? Yeah. Okay. They said uh, the the school system will say Caleb. Right. It's like, but in the class they're gonna call him Eli. Gotcha. So he actually responds to Caleb when it's not us. Gotcha. So like when the lady was like Caleb, he was like, huh? Or he waited to see if I turned, and then he was like, huh? So he responds, but if you ask him, Eli, do you want me to call you Eli or Caleb? He be like, hmm, Eli. He prefers Eli because Caleb is confusing, 
Because when she would say, somebody go in the room and say, Caleb, I actually don't really move. Uh, if it's people that knows his first name. Like, like he have an auntie that calls him Caleb. She calls him Caleb and then call me Big Caleb. So I'm, I'm, I'm not really confused. So when right. I hear Caleb, I actually don't move. But then she's like, Big Caleb, I was like, what's up? Well, she could say senior. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I understand that. But that's me and Brika. Like, I understand, like, where, like, how we talk is how we talk. Cool. Gotcha. But, like, if we go other places... And people say Caleb, I wouldn't. And they know his first name. I will not move. They're like Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. I'm talking to you. It's two of us right here. You call him Caleb too. So choose which way you gonna go today. I do not have the time or the patience. Actually, um, I have a question. It's a part of. One I was of the are topics. we are we getting into the actual topic? Oh, it's stuff? just gonna be all over the place. Today, today is um, out of place Thursday. No, I don't want it to be out of place Thursday. <laughs> no. Nah. I, I want us to have some structure. I mean, this was the... Uh, we usually do an opening, you know, soliloquy of sorts. But like I said, I didn't have any bus stories this week. So we just kind of... Oh, no, you good. ...flow with the Easter situation. So I do actually have a structure. My question for you is, how to how do you break out of old habits? Or what old habit did you have that you like, eh, I'm done with it now? Um, you know, that's a really tough question because I don't, I typically try to make, <laughs> no pun intended, I try to make a habit out of not having habits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No. How, how, did, how did we get here? <laughs> I, I try to um, not be. Now, I guess if we're talking about um, just like routine, though, like I have a lot of those. <laughs> it's a, um, as far as that type of structure goes. But as far as like habits, because I don't, um, I've never uh, smoked at all. Um, I don't uh, drink on any type of regular basis. Oh Lord, church folks. Um, <laughs> I don't. So I, you know, those kind of typical things. I, I don't really. Um, so I wouldn't say I have habits that I've had to break. So I'll, I'll say this. Um, one thing that I've been working on more intentionally is communication because I am not always the best. At, I mean, contrary to what it may seem like um, outwardly, I'm really not always the best communicator, um, mostly because I try to really be mindful of what I say. So sometimes it's not just a matter of me not wanting to talk or not being able to articulate my feelings, but I'm trying to um, be intentional about how I say what I say as to not have to walk it back later. Because once I've said it, you know, it's it's said and you can't really forget that I said it. You sound like me when it comes to... Um talking angry or mad talking is what I call it or angry mm -hmm. talking or yelling um, I will apologize for the presentation not for the words 
if I said something that hurt your feelings, eh, um, depending on our, our relationship, I probably meant what I said, just how it came out might have been disrespectful, but I don't like taking stuff back because, um, I mean, it is some things you can take back, but most of the time I just don't because I kind of plot out stuff in my head before I say it. I've just always been like that. If somebody start arguing about yellow, I'm be like, green, nah, blue, <laughs> nah. You know what? We're just going to say yellow is yellow. I ain't got time for the rest of this. Now, I had to break a lot of bad habits. Yeah, see, we should have started with you. No. Because <laughs> I ain't going to fully, fully out myself today. I mean, that's fine. Uh, but you, I'm saying you probably have more <clears throat> experience with uh, habit breaking than me, is what I'm saying. Just because I'm black. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I used to be in the army. We have a lot of bad habits. Some of those habits carried over. Um, some of them I have disposed of. Um, and it all depends on the habit. So let me ask you this: Because of how regimented you had to be in the military, um, did that make it harder or easier to? And what I mean is, once you decided to break whatever the habit was, because of that mode of regimen. Did it make it easier once you decided to give it up, or did it make it more difficult because it had become ingrained in your day-to-day? This is literally a 50-50 split, because sometimes it all depends on how you go about um, attacking that habit. One that I will say is um, one bad habit that I dropped and one good habit that I picked up. So I dropped eating a whole bunch of fast foods and drinking soda, like about four or five sodas a day mm-hmm. and I picked up drinking I, I switched them because I used to drink like one bottle of water and four sodas a day I switched mm-hmm. it to maybe one soda a day and four bottles of water a day and I was like you know what I started doing I like when I break a bad habit depending on if I'm if I'm breaking a habit to get away from that habit then I, I congratulate myself for how long I haven't done it with something that's not of the same nature as the habit that I'm trying to break if that makes sense. It does make sense, but give the people an example. Just using what you just used. So, so with the water and the If soda. I drunk water for four days straight, mm-hmm. nothing but water, I would get me a... Um, big gulp? No, not that big. That's too much. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nah, but it's like I would go get me a, um, you know, the, the tall can Coca-Colas. Mm-hmm. I would, if I couldn't find a small one, I'd get me a tall can Coca-Cola and drink it while it's cold. And then I'm like, eh. Okay, I'm good. Gotcha. So like that's like a example or like um it's like gym. So I've lost since August, I think August I was like two fifty five. And I'm down to like one uh two not one, like two I was about to say one. I actually, <laughs> I actually did drop down like a month ago, I was at one ninety five. I had I shedded like a whole whole bunch of like body fat, and then I started building up muscle like 
then I just started going to the gym more and then started eating better and uh, I went from I went f- so January of this year I started out at 220 mm-hmm. and then by f- like the middle of February I got all the way down to 195 or yeah 197 so if you put that from like August when I was two excuse me 245 250 that's right. like what 60 pounds or something like that mm-hmm. so now I'm back up to 210 or 212 so what I ideal? did what I did is um since I'm like if I if I did a good 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 week right mm-hmm. of going to the gym because the past two weeks it's been kind of like hard but if I do like a good a solid few weeks of going to the gym I'm like all right Cool. I've been going to the gym tough. Or if I'm doing good, just like having good eating habits. If I don't go to the gym, that means I have to eat proper. If I don't go to the gym, I'm not going to eat out. Like, right. I already don't eat fast food. If I do eat fast food, it's like Best Burger or Jimmy John, Subway. That's not really like, those aren't like fast. That's not like no big chain restaurant. But what I do is um, I treat myself to my favorite um Restaurant or my favorite uh, dessert, which is creme brulee. So, so, what is your target or ideal weight that you're trying to hit or maintain? Um, between one ninety five and two fifteen. It's weird. It's like a ginormous leap, but between those two areas is where I don't look like I just um, doing drugs. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth of it. <laughs> what? Yeah, like you have people that not like drugs. Like you have people that do weight loss. Like it's weight loss drugs. Like it's <laughs> that's what it is. Pharmaceutical weight loss drugs. I, yep. Okay, maybe it'll make sense if I don't think about it. No, I don't understand how. <laughs> so it'll make me look like I am not unhealthily losing weight. Okay. Yeah. So, um. I know when because that's a thirty pound difference, so that's why I'm or range, so that's what? why I'm one ninety five to two fifteen. Well, that's twenty pounds. Yeah, twenty. Because that's a that's like a for um may actually one ninety five to one to two ten. No, two yeah two ten. It's about it's about a fifteen pound difference because it's that's an easy weight to to uh, manage because gotcha. I can lose all the way down to like one ninety five. And then um, if I get to 195, most people won't notice. But if I go back up to 210, people still won't notice. Trust me, I've noticed. Oh, yeah. I mean, you live with you, so. Like, pretty much sometimes. But <laughs> Wait, what? Some, sometimes out of body experience. That's a different like, episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different episode. So, today so, was actually, because we got some more people joining, was supposed to be like a live Q&A. Um, but ain't nobody. But nobody asked us no questions. Ain't nobody they don't love us like they say they do. They wasn't with us shooting in the gym. Well, the others. Some of y'all <laughs> wasn't with us shooting in the gym. Swish swish. But no. So the bad habit that I broke is um, eating poorly and not working out. So it's a, actually I put it down here because I knew I would forget it. And I have like the, some of the facts to go with it. Mm-hmm. So they say, um, how long does it take to uh, break Maya an old she got habit? Questions. Okay, well, start typing your type questions. Type it in there. Type it. Come on. Um, how to break? How long do you think it takes to break an old habit? Just off the top of your head. 
Um, it's like seven engine, like 25 days or something like that. So the study says it takes 18 to 250. 250 days? 254. But they said it was because it was, but this is an old research from like 2009. Okay. They said it was because, um, like, there's, I think there's like some people uh, broke the old habit in 18 days and some people, some people needed more time. Gotcha. So for me, it takes about 25 to 30. Um, if I stop doing a bad habit for about 25 to 30 days, my brain forgets about it. Un- unless it's like an addiction. Gotcha. But for me, I'm like, I, now if I don't go to the gym for like a consistent two days, I feel like I'm, I'm failing or I'm fat. <laughs> it's just so weird. I'd be like, I'd be like, ah, my stomach is growing. Like I get full fledged animated. Like I'm with all of it. But that's how I broke my bad habit, which is, um, which for me was not being healthy and not eating properly. Um, I did have a week where I was just like bump it, but then I got back on it. And what's crazy is I gained like five pounds in a week, and then I lost six in like three days because the the weight that I had gained was a like sugar weight. I guess I don't know if that's the real thing, but it was a lot of sugar that I, intake that I was doing. Cause I used to be like a huge, 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 huge candy fanatic. I used to love candy. Now I don't eat candy as much. So it's different. Cause I was um, able to be more healthy, which for me, um, so for me is good because I used to be uh, like, I used to be an intense smoker. Mm-hmm. Like black and miles, like when I was in when I was in Afghanistan, I was smoking cigarettes. I was smoking like two packs a day. Yeah. I mean, I've never been, but yeah. I would imagine. And then um <laughs> Your wife telling on you. <laughs> I haven't had ice cream in like I haven't had ice cream in like three weeks. My you were supposed to be asking your questions, not out on your husband He's <laughs> on the World Wide Web. Look, I haven't had ice cream in like two weeks, but all of my ice cream is non-dairy. Right, because you got the lactose. Mm-hmm, but sometimes I get ice cream, and that's actually another why do uh, we do celebration. That? Why do we? Why do we not say it's kind of like we were talking about earlier with calling the, the drinks by their color and not their flavor? We like, oh, she got the sugar, or he got the lactose, like or the diabetes, or the di- No, that's what the sugar is. The sugar mm-hmm. is diabetes. The, oh, you got the sugar. Oh, yeah, Jesus. It, but yeah, like um, that's how I fixed it. So now, actually, I'm down like sizes. It's weird. So I used to most of my clothes are like hoodies and stuff was like mm-hmm. an extra large. Now they look like I'm wearing some like my big brother's shirt. Like the shirt I have on right now is actually big and it's a large. Yeah, so, see, when I got down, I got down to an extra large, mm-hmm. like, and I could fit comfortably. And it's a little scary because I like every once in a while I get that like oh, I should get it, but then, but I've been able to maintain the mm-hmm. extra large. I still got some things that I'm trying to work on, um, health wise. I don't necessarily eat bad. Um, it's just the working out part um, that is is a bit rough for me with how my schedule is because I have to be very intentional about going and to the gym or even so I tried to go to the gym um when I was working my last job 
but it was hard because the motivation was lacking because either I would have to be up up early in the morning or um, I would have to work late at night. So I'm like, I need to save all my energy. Right. But now it's like with being in school and doing photography, it's a lot easier because like, let me see, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I go to school at eight. But I have to go to Puyallup, which is not that far. But um, right after school, I go to the gym. Get out of school about 9, 9.15, sometimes 9.30. Takes about 15 minutes to get to the gym because it's on 70 seconds. Boom, go to the gym. Um, either I'll do an actual workout or I'll just play basketball for two hours. That's how I lost a lot of my weight is because I would, I would work out, play ball. Work out, play ball. So I'll go to the gym about 9. Yeah, about 9 o'clock. I'll get to the gym about 9, do my workout from about 9 to 9.30. And then go play basketball for like two hours. Yeah, you got me feeling real... Um, fat No it's just because I had like It's really lazy. just because I had time Yeah whatever uh. <laughs> <laughs> So How I broke my habits was um, I replaced bad habits with good habits And I didn't pressure myself Of the bad habits If like let's say Let's say it's like I was gonna be like hey I'm not gonna drink any sodas for a week but I drink one soda, but I've been drinking water all week. I'm not going to be like, man, I failed. It's like, eh, it's okay. It li- I followed it up with a whole bunch of water. But I replaced that that soda that I would have one day with water. So I'm just like, it's like replacing it to replacing it with a good habit. So um, instead of me going like, what's another example? Instead of me waking up and being like, okay, I'm going to go <laughs> jog. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to actually get in the car and go to the gym. And force, because there's been times where I've went to the gym and I just didn't feel like doing a workout. And I was just like, I'm not going to work out today. I'm just going to play basketball. But in turn, playing ball for two hours, running up and down the court is an actual workout. Yeah. Because you're getting your cardio up. So... That's what I did, and then I had like I have support systems. Like Maya supports me, uh, Denise, like the people that have asked for support about it supports me. I don't want nobody to be like, "Well, I support you." I'm not saying that you don't, but this is like the direct line of communication of people that I've asked. Um, can you support me in this? Right. Because um, when I was like going through a depression or uh, trying to quit uh, smoking cigarettes and all of the other stuff. Um, I had to have a support system because it's hard to get over. For one, it's hard to be an adult without a support system. Hello. So try getting over a bad habit without a support system. It's like driving a car with no wheels. <laughs> Where's gonna go? You're not going nowhere. You gonna hear? Is yeah. You're not going nowhere. But on that note, we are gonna take a break. And we'll see y'all Already? <laughs> yeah Oh, okay That count was real quick <laughs> Y'all didn't hear the count What kind of mega but count what I did doing? is When I brought us back in I was like, five, four, three, two, one Hey, man, look Ain't nobody asked for perfection We just trying to live life How we trying to live it What motivates y'all to keep going every day? Um. Okay, for those that are listening We are now to the Q&A portion of the episode <laughs> So what motivates me to get up To keep going every day 
Um, I'm not going to lie. This is going to sound very weird. I would be lying if I said it was my kids. Because it's not. It's actually my own will to not to be the best version of myself every time I get out of the bed. Because if I'm the best version of myself, then it trickles down. If you see me being the best version of myself doing all that I can, I don't always make it. I, every day is not always the best day. But if you see me pushing forth the effort to be um, the best version of myself that I can, then it goes, it follows suit. And then everybody else sees it. And then now they're trying to do it. So that's my motivation. for. Um, that's good. Um, I I mean I feel like you kind of stole my answer, but uh, I'll try to make it. I'll try to answer it in a different way, even though it's kind of the same answer as yours. Um, for me, I think um, I am every day. I'm trying to prove myself right, and what I mean is everything that I that I dream that I could be or that I am striving to be, I get up every day with the motivation to prove myself right. It's never about proving anybody else wrong. It's about proving myself right, that I was right to believe in myself, if that makes sense. That makes sense. At one point, one of my motivations was to prove everybody wrong. Yeah, see, I've tried that too, and it just it 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 leaves it it's it leaves you very hollow. What's funny is that's still a that's still a motivator, but not my motivation. If that makes sense, mm, I can get that. So it's like I'm gonna prove everybody wrong, but you. But if I don't prove you wrong. I really don't care because I still did better than what you expected. Like, that was like a hankering thing over my head. And then when I stopped being like, um, my motivation is to prove everybody wrong, it turned to being, I'm trying to be the best version of myself. Right. Because how, Can I just ahead. interject on that in that same kind of context of thought? Because I loathe the hater... Haters are my motivators. Um, thing, like let your haters be your motivators. Nah, because if it doesn't matter to me anyway, a true hater, they're not gonna care what you do. They're gonna find a way to hate. Love. So you could be as successful. Say that louder for the people in the back. <laughs> you could be as successful. As possible in whatever you're doing, LeBron and they will James. still find something LeBron James to hate about. LeBron James. So if that's your motivation, then to me anyway, you're not gonna go very far. Because because there's always gonna be you're I shouldn't say you're not gonna go very far, but you're always gonna be out to prove something to, to people that have made a decision to hate on whatever you do. The issue is is that I don't think people understand when you put when when your motivation is going at one person, you actually get farther in life. So when you focus on haters or proving a whole bunch of people wrong, it's not just one person. It can be a million people that you got to prove wrong. So now you got to pick and choose which part of them you're gonna take apart. Also, versus I feel I'm trying like to prove myself. I feel like in by 
default or the domino effect of that is you're allowing hate to motivate you. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> is it's like the reason that all right, that this it kind of contradicts what you said, but it actually makes it doesn't. So my initial reason for going to the gym because I hated how I felt. Mm-hmm. But I also loved myself enough to be like I want to change it. Oh, by the by the being motivated by hate, I was strictly referring to as, no. as far as the haters. But that's but the, but the concept is still the same. Is because when you're motivated by something that you hate, sometimes you can overdo what you're trying to do. Mm, okay. Because like let's say, you know what? I'm motivated by hate. So I'm going be I'm 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 gonna be the best photographer in the world, but because of all of the haters, at some point in time I'm gonna mess up really bad because I was so motivated by one thing that I don't see all of the good because I'm like, no, that's not good enough because somebody said it's this. Right. No, that's not good enough. Okay. But for me, it's you. like if I hate my body image, I can you can get body dysmorphia. I could be walking in here looking like like the perfect sculpted body, but I'm like, no, I'm still fat because I hate my body. It's like I hated how I felt and hated how I looked. And I said, once I get to this point, I'm going to keep pushing until I get here. And I think that's the the part of like, um, you know, things like anorexia and and um, other the the mental part of it, where people because of because of how they see themselves, mm-hmm. nothing. I think I I mentioned this a couple episodes back. I think. Um, you know, no matter what I say, let's use you and I as an example. No matter what I tell you about you, if you don't believe it or if you don't see it, then it's not going to matter. Because unless you can see yourself as that, it's really, I could say it till I'm blue in the face, but until you believe it for you, then it's not really going to make a, a change. It makes sense. Because it's like, um, so... Good question, son. Thank you. So, what I've told somebody is, uh, it took me a long time to get to this level in my life, but I am now officially my own biggest uh, supporter. Like, I am my own biggest fan for my photography. You cannot tell me that I'm not good at my photography, because I'm going to look you dead in your face and be like, huh, that's a lie. And I think that some people, some of y'all... Ooh, some of y'all, some of y'all. Take um, confidence... And misconstrue it as arrogance when they're not one and the same. We ain't gonna do this today because I don't had a conversation with somebody about this, and I said, "Do you know?" Nope, not gonna say it. Okay, well I'll say it. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm. A- do you know how hard it is to be confident in something without somebody calling you cocky as uh, as black people? I'll say it. You black you. male. As a black male, yeah. And that's not speaking on everybody. That's in my own personal opinion and own and my own experience. Right. So if anybody hears this, I'm not talking about everybody. I'm talking about my own personal experience in the field that I'm in of photography. If I was to walk outside and say I'm the best photographer around the area, somebody's going to have an issue with it. And it could be a true statement. Or it could be a lie. Either way you go. Don't focus on haters Because no matter how good you get at anything that you do in your life Somebody is going to hate you Do you know how many people hate LeBron? 
For no reason. Like literally, for no reason. It's so many people that hate this. And then man. I, I, I shouldn't even say for no reason. For reasons that just don't make logical sense. They'd be like, "Oh, he think he's cocky. Why? Because he gets on the court and look. Have you guarded him? No. Well, shut up. Because he has the right to be cocky. The man, the man came into the league scoring, uh, averaging thirty points. Now he's what almost forty, averaging thirty points. Say something, please. Because what what. What? But that's how I feel about it. Like people hate this man that's done so much good. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a uh, a deeper turn, right? Uh-oh. Uh as a black male, African American male, whatever you you know prefer. Really? Um. Would you say or would you agree that some of that hatred or disdain or whatever for our confidence and our abilities to do whatever it is that we do well is does it stem from uh, the perception that we shouldn't be able to do things well. Yes and no, but here's the kicker. A lot of it comes from my own people. Yeah. So again, I ask, would you say, because I didn't make a distinction between as far as who, who the perception, who was holding the perception. Hey Sophie, would you say that it's that some of it is grounded in a level of um, feeling as if we should just be satisfied or or content with the bare minimum? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Because what was I watching? Oh, was it us talking about it? Um, so it's like who I cannot. Okay, I'm just gonna say what I can remember. I forgot what it came off of, but they was talking about why is it that when a black person starts making money and they move from where they was at, people get mad at them. It was like, well, you start making money, then you move from the place that made you, but the place that made you is also sometimes can also be the same place you're trying to get away from. Because you could have died. So why would I stay here? Especially knowing how people are in this area. Right? That was like the gist of it. But when it when you break that down for me, it's like... Just because I'm black and you're black doesn't mean that I'm going to give you a discount. <laughs> that's, that's just, let's just say it. It's just the truth. Like... Respectfully, don't be like, "Hey, my brother." So if your prices is this much, can I? Uh, you think you can take some off? <clears throat> uh, I think you cannot be my client and get out my face because your breath stinks. Not your breath stink. But that's but but you see, it's like I'm gonna hit you with the same type of disrespect because as a black man that's in America and I am a great photographer, um, how dare you come to me and ask me for a discount? Now, are you? But. 
it's only based on the principle that you're asking for the discount, not based off of your situation, but based off of us being the same skin okay, color. Okay, so you 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 answered my question before I asked it because I was gonna say so your it your issue is that they're asking you for something that they wouldn't ask yeah. of another mm-hmm. photographer. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Because I can understand somebody being like, hey, um, your price is a bit high. I can't afford it right now. Can you work with, within blah, blah, blah? I can understand that. That's different. Right. But if you come to me and be like, if I go, if you, hey, Caleb, uh, I know your photo shoot is blah, 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 but can you hook me up? Um, can you hook your brother up? And I'm like, which, which, which type of brother? You talking about like family relations or you talking about my black brother because if you're talking about my black brother you can black your behind out the door because and here's why here's why i asked the question um because i think that um oftentimes we we um we take the the notion that we should support each other or look out for each other um, out of context. <clears throat> what I mean is basically, I mean, you just said it with your example. Um, if I, as your brother, both, you know, in the uh, natural sense and in the colloquial sense, mm-hmm. right, I'm going to be more inclined to pay whatever it is you charge because of that I wouldn't come to you and expect and and I wouldn't come to you and ex- expect you to because of our relationship to give me a discount for your services when that's business that's not personal so but I think that we under the guise of oh man you, why can't you look out for me well why can't you look out for me I'm a businessman. This is how I feed my family. So you're literally taking money out of my pocket when you don't have to. You can afford it. You just don't want to pay what it costs. Listen, you know how many people I know. That was my that, question. Is that is that does that? It makes sense. Okay. No, I'm asking. Is that what you? Yeah. What you were saying. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's a dude that's on Facebook. His name is Isaac. And he posted this thing on his Facebook. I told somebody my prices. They said you taxing. I said, okay. Told somebody else my prices. Cash app sounded. Uh, the cash app sounded. You ain't got to like it, but others. This <laughs> is like, but others will. It's like, I'm not lowballing myself. Right. And I think that um, and when we mass- get into the nuances of separating, because we 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 for decades and for generations we've operated um, on a barter system, so to speak, right? Um, well, even when we do, uh, you know, get-togethers or whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you bring the drinks, you bring the paper plates and utensils you bring the dessert you know what i mean um that's very you know very simple example but i mean but to go above that like okay well i got this you got this we you may not be able to afford to pay me for what 
the services that I'm giving you, but you're going to you're going to give me a service of yours in exchange. But I think that there is a difference between having that conversation up front and then but and versus coming in with the expectation that you should be willing to barter because it's because it's me. Because like I understand, like I done told several people, like I'm not a photographer that's trying to break your pockets. I understand that my prices can be a bit steep. I get that. And if you can't pay that, let me know. And I'm gonna be like, well, look, well, let's just shave this off, and you know, we're gonna work around whatever budget you have if if it's manageable, right? right. Cool. Let's let's work it out. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not a <sighs> Asinine person <laughs> But it's like When When it's like When it's your own people It hurt Yeah And it hurts bad Because it's like Hey my brother I don't think I can afford that uh, Can you think you can give me the, uh, the discount my brother And I'm like For one I'm trying not to say the word For one we just met So the only discount you asking me Is because you're black So I'm going to overcharge you <laughs> Not overcharge But it's popped in my head Like it, like those are the things that have popped in my head before. No I, I get it And um, it's, it's like Or it's like you'll tell somebody the price And then you say plus tax and then you send them the invoice, and they'd be like, why is it so much? I thought it was this much. I was like, yeah, that's plus the tax. Well, can you take the tax off? No, but I can cancel the invoice, and we don't have to do a photo shoot. And I think going back to how we kind of got here, the, the notion of your confidence in your ability to produce quality work and provide quality service mm -hmm. is off-putting to some people. So yes. let me let me put it kind of over because we we operate and move around in two very different uh, spheres. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, uh, we'll we'll talk about a couple different. So first, I'll go to uh, the church realm. Uh, as a worship leader or as a worship leader and a youth pastor, worship pastor, and youth pastor. Um, and when you go out, when I go outside of my church, right. Mm -hmm. And people have asked like, okay, well, what, what do you charge? And I have always been one that believes that, um, that God will, you know, take care of me in that regard. So I don't really, I don't have prices where that is concerned. I My response is typically, I don't have a fee per se, but, um, you know, I'm not going to turn down whatever it is that, you know, you guys would like to bless me with. Because that's what I look at it as, right? But you have people... Who, and I get it. Like, I really do. So this is not a knock on people that have, you know, 
price list or you know a set honorarium. That's not where I'm going with this. What I mean is, to your point, that you will have some people that will try to take advantage of you being, mm-hmm. you know, humble and just you know uh, agreeable or amendable or whatever, whatever you know verb you want to stick there, um, and give you. A chicken dinner and a thank you and send you on your way and you've been there for a three-hour service mm-hmm. you didn't sweat it and snot it and uh or you know acts of love or mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. nope nope so <laughs> i almost went there chris you got to stay you got to pull me back in so i've i've learned now um as i've been doing it for longer to have different conversations and then I ask things like because I've gotten burned so many times so then I so then I ask and I I really want to tell a specific story but I can't Uh, you know it already I've told you I have three stories that I want to tell but I can't (laughs) I've told you off air so me and you talked about this because one of my biggest things issues is people don't do their proper research and expect you to do all of the work so as a photographer, I'm going to put this out there. I don't just do pictures. I go to school. I have a family. Go to church. So the notion that photography is the only thing that you do needs to get debunked because a lot of people will take that person and take advantage of them. And if I give you a time frame and I don't meet it, that's my fault. Right. But at that same concept, if I give you a time frame of something and you're asking early and you're getting irritated, that's your fault. Yeah, so, that's why that's why we put things in emails and text oh, messages. Oh, no, I do. I put it in emails, text messages, like and, and contracts. No, I know. That's but, what I'm saying. That's, that, that's that's part of the reason why we do it. And it's weird because I, like, I'm, I'm a researcher, so sometimes I get irritated that people don't do what I do. But then some people realistically don't think about all of the time and effort that goes into whatever craft that you're doing in life. Like, and I think that is that is what is most um, annoying for me is that you don't sucks. factor in people's time. So, like, if I'm I live in Spanaway, so if you're asking me to come and lead worship, right? Mm-hmm. Your church is in Seattle. Well, that's at least an hour drive, depending on how deep in Seattle we talking. So that's at least an hour. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. Like, that's hitting all the lights, <laughs> depending on time of day, all that, right? So this also means whether I stay for the whole service, and I typically do, um, it would have to be something really extenuating for me to leave a service early. If I'm been invited to be on program for whatever reason, you better than me. I leave um, right after I do whatever I have to do. Yeah, see, that drives me nuts. But unless it's you know a legitimate reason, um, but so that's that's at least two hours of driving because I got to get there minimum. and then I got to get back right. And then for however long I'm there, because I I I am just talking about me. I like to arrive early. I don't like to be rushing and running in or just getting there. Services so are already started. So you one of them early, early people. 
I mean, not early, early, but early enough. Like I if it start at seven, I'm trying to be there by six thirty, six forty five at the latest. That's how I'm with photography because Something's, I like to yeah. sit down, catch my breath, you know, clear pray my head, bit. pray, all those things, right? Um, Maybe do a little dance to a random keyboard tune. No, I'm not doing that. But so we're talking. So that's two hours of driving at least, mm-hmm. coupled with whatever time that we're in service and whatever I'm doing. So if it's preaching, then of course that's the end of service. So I I'm there for the whole service for sure. So you're not gonna be one of them pastors that come in like why they doing for- No, I don't like that. I don't like that. You and know I, what I'm talking I mean about. no knock to those that do no, it. No 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 it's no knock to no you said you. Now if you don't like when other people do it, you said you so no, I did say I don't like when other people do it. I don't do it because I it, it bothers me when other people do it. Now I understand you get things the happen. That don't mean you gotta right, like it, but I don't have to like it. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like sometimes you we, we've been going to church long enough to to sometimes if you there in the beginning. It might, you know, come God on. might speak to you come differently. In bi- come in with the Bible like this and the water in the hand. Like right, the and your adjutant. Like, why are you holding Why is it up this high? <laughs> That's my question. It'd be like, so you're just trying to have the whole arm of God like, on your Like, all you had was your iPad. Why do you need somebody to carry your iPad in? You can hold that. Anyway, we're getting off topic of where I was going. Um, <laughs> I just, it, it, I don't understand. But continue. You get there. I <laughs> I'm getting like you now. I'm here, all here on the tangent. Um, Look, man, I be having to stop myself because it's so much that get on my nerves, and I be like, we just, "You know what? That needs to be a future episode called the tangent, the the asinine things that happen in church or, or at in church. general, or in general. You're right. Okay, so let me finish. Um, so two hours of driving minimum. Mm-hmm. Plus whatever time I've spent there. Mm-hmm. And this is typically depending on the day. So if it's during the week, I've probably worked. So I'm coming after work, after I worked my regular job. Even if it's on a weekend, so a Saturday or a Sunday, if it's on a Sunday, I've definitely been at church. I've been at my own church already. If it's a Saturday, then that's... Any day that it is is where I'm going with this. Any day that it is, is time away from my family. Even if they come with me, that's still time that you could have been, been doing something else. else. Like you could have been jumping hoop. And but I'm here. And so the the notion that you are that disrespectful of my time to give me a Really enjoyed your preacher and a chicken dinner, and, chicken and sent me back Hot chicken to Spanaway. Big old chicken. I, eh, you know what I mean? Especially when I, I've because this has happened. I've been at services and I've been on um, on programs and what have you, where I know that some of the other people got paid before they got there or when they got there. I know what they charge. So I know that there was some sort of budget. Um, I have a question. Sure. So people really charge to preach? Uh, you want the the short answer or the long answer? Short. Yes. Huh. 
I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I mean, I do know how I feel about it, but <laughs> here's the reason why I said it. Okay. <laughs> I don't even you. The way that you're laughing has me a little concerned. Because I don't know what's getting ready to come out your mouth. So, so do you preach harder if you get paid more? I preach less when you get paid less. You're stupid. Um, <laughs> but think, but no, like this is stuff that pops in my head because I. I well, can I can I explain? It's like, do you sweat more? Okay, you're 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 being ridiculous. I'm being um, I'm being petty. <laughs> uh, so I understand mm-hmm. the. The um, I wouldn't even say motivation, but the the logic behind it, right? You're talking about getting paid for mm-hmm. it. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. So but. because if you if you um have a keynote speaker at a let's say a, a graduation, right? No, well, let's not say a graduation. Cause I don't know if those people get paid or not. But let's say you're having an event of some sort. They better get paid. And you have a keynote speaker, right? And I'm not talking about a church event. I'm just talking about just in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, more likely than not, you you have paid that person, right? And you've paid them for, you know, their their time, their yeah. preparation, yeah. what have you. So in the church realm, I get it. I don't really have a an issue with you know honorariums and things like because I I do believe that you should. Um, bless the the people that are, are taking their time, but I about here's I think. What about legitimately legitimate incentive incentives incentives? Whatever, but you get what I'm saying. But I think that that should go for everybody, not just so because that's that's where the gray area gets for me. So you ex- can't don't don't pay the the preacher. So example, but you don't pay the musicians. So, example, the preacher gets the money, the room, and the food. You just get the room. We're not paying you, and you got to get your own food. Or you don't get no room. You may get a check. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like it's, but it's, it's the same way I feel about. But um, I've had that church, happen. like church staff. So, I just feel like your budget should uh-huh. include. Everybody. Everybody. No, that makes sense. Like, so, so yes, you take care of your pastor, right? Yeah. But take care of your Sunday school teachers. I get that. Take care of your children's church people. I get that. Like, even if it's not on the same level, like, you don't pay everybody the same. Because, I mean, there's levels, there's different, you know, whatever. But to to make sure your pastor is super good and then just say thank you. For your service that makes <laughs> to everybody sense. else, that I don't, that's that's a problem. For I've me. had people. I've I've been to things to where um, see how I can structure this without outing people. Oh, we we haven't been doing that all episode. Um. Yes okay. and no. Just. I but was. I've I've been to things to where I was the photographer. I got paid a room, and the other people was like, "Oh, I just got paid," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, she didn't get the deal. I got. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Shout out to uh, Mr. Reese. Uh, but if you still in here, uh, Mike, uh, raise your hand. Can you put your? 
because the name of your podcast is escaping me at the moment, and I want to make sure I, I send the people to you. I think it's R and R. I want to say it's R and R. Um, and shout out to Elijah Winston, um, one of the uh, one of my favorite praise and worship leaders. That's my bro. I haven't seen. I him. ain't just saying that because that's my bro, but like he really is one of my favorite praise and worship leaders. So if y'all don't know who he is, look him up. Uh, and get him to uh, your service because it, it'll be a blessing to you. Um, I'm sorry, I interrupted your thought. I was just trying to make sure to engage with our audience. Oh, my mama is on. Uh, she said, if they get paid, what is the love offering for? Taxes. Well, no, typically. Taxes. No. The, <laughs> typically, the love offering is their payment. Like, it's very. Well, I don't. Because everybody does, does stuff differently. So. So in my experience, I'll just speak from my experience. In my experience, if you take up a love offering for a speaker, that is their payment. If you don't hear that during the service, then there's probably already been an honorarium agreed to. And so either they paid it up front or they're using. You just told on everybody because that means if it's two people preaching and the first person don't get a love offering, that means the second person didn't get the actual payment. So the love offering is their payment. I said in my experience, <laughs> I don't know how churches be working. I'm just talking about in my experience, if a love offering is raised, no, it's, you're right. Then you're that's right. typically the quote unquote payment. I'm talking about when I say get paid, I'm saying preachers or whomever that have a set honorarium. Like before I get up, understand that this is what needs to be. And like I said, some of it comes with like if they're traveling, then they require a room. Sometimes you got to pay for their flight. Um, you know what I mean? It just depends on the level of now. Again, if that's what they do and that's how they make, you know, if that's if that if they're in full time ministry, full time, meaning this is how, you know, they eat. Then, you know, that's between you and them to work out the specifics of. Um, so I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, don't forget about all the other people that make those things go. Because it's not just the no, pastor or just the preacher. Like for me, like um, I have taken incentives opposed to getting paid. But if I'm taking an incentive, Maya is always involved. Okay. Because um, dependent and it, and sometimes it all depends on what I'm doing. Okay, real quick, I, I looked it up. It is uh, it's a little R and R. That's the podcast. Wait, what? Remember, I said uh, Mr. No, Reese, is it a little R and R. A little L I L I L L I L. A little R and R. Little. Yeah, a little. Yeah. But no, like um, I guess one of the biggest. Okay, I, I'm going to have to talk to you about that later. But one of my biggest issues with the buddy system of buddy system discounts is you lose a respect sometimes. But that's only when it's requested, not given, if that makes sense. Like, let's say I have George, and I've known George for 25 years. Right. 
But I told George, hey, man, I know times is tough, so I'm going to charge you half off for this photo shoot. Cool. I'm not tripping. I offered that. Right. But let's say George is doing decent, and he'd be like, hey, man, can I get half off your photo shoot because I've known you for 25 years? Well, I guess we ain't going to make it to 26. (laughs) (laughs) Because at that point, you don't have a reason for it. If you have, like, a legitimate reason for what you're asking... And it actually is a true thing. I'm not tripping. But it's can't, for me, it can't be just because I've known you for a long time, just because we're both black, just because we're both male, just because we both have locks, just because we're both from Florida, anything that has a similarity. Y'all see how he threw the locks in there? Again, hair shaving me. Oh, you can't even see my hair. You don't even know if I have a haircut or not. So, no. If I have a haircut, bald headed. Anything I can have locks if I wanted to. You could. I couldn't. You but. could. <laughs> no, it'd just really, be in the back. Right, and it wouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be real. <laughs> oh Lord! But I need no. one of them hats. Well, <laughs> not the lock sock. <laughs> but that's how I feel about it, and it goes deeper than just like. It goes. It goes like it's. I don't know how to explain. It. So let's put it like this. I got my uh, birthday photo shoot done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that person that did my uh, my photo shoot is Marissa. Um, Marissa Photography. Look up on Instagram. She's amazing. I didn't say, hey, this is a birthday photo shoot. Uh, can I get a discount? Right. I said, hey, what's your price for a birthday photo shoot on this day? She gave me the price. Cool. Can you send me an invoice? Yes. Okay. Here you go. Boom. It's that simple. Yeah, and I think it's a level of for me anyway. Uh, it speaks to the level of respect that people have for what you do. Like I said earlier, right? Respect my time, respect my preparation, respect my my respect my ability grind. to do my craft and do it well. And I think that's what it is. A lot of people just don't want to respect people because I've been. <laughs> I don't know this person. I don't even remember their name, but I'm going to say it. So somebody hit me up and was like, hey, um, I'm looking to do a studio session. I forgot how long. It was a long session. And it was for like something that they was trying to put out. I gave them my price. I got a, no, ain't nobody ever charged me that much for a photo shoot. For one, your first thing that you told me was, I've never gotten a photo shoot done before. And... Correct me if I'm wrong. You said studio session, right? Mm-hmm. Is that not different from a photo shoot, or is that the same? Is that a studio session is done inside of the is it's done inside of the studio, opposed okay. to being like outdoors? Gotcha. So in a, I only take pictures on my phone, so that's why I'm asking. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> so I'm not a photographer. Is all I'm saying. And a photographer's, um, so you know how everybody have their own different. Way of talking about stuff, right? Right. So, you know, like people that's more pastoral versus people that's just like, like more um, like music. Like they, they speak two totally different languages mm-hmm. because they have parentheses, like they have stuff that they call other stuff, right? Right. So, like for instance, when you playing the drums, that one that be like, ding, 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 that's a ride. Mm-hmm. And other people just say it's just a random symbol. They won't understand if somebody say, hey, ride that up, right. hit the ride. They'll be like, huh? Right. So that's their their the lingo. Uh, lingo. Yeah. So for us, so as a photographer, 
it it's sometimes annoying because we'd be like natural light they'd be like what is natural light it's outdoors studio what is studio inside and i'm not it's not you but it's just like no yeah no some like it, when i first got, got into like doing all of that it used to get on my nerves because i'm like y'all don't know what this is and people honestly didn't but i didn't like hint like get on them for it right so studio is in indoors with lights um and then uh out, out uh natural light is outdoors right gotcha so the differential between natural light and for me as a photographer and studio is studio lighting is technically you can manipulate it more right because i can make one little piece of light hit somebody's whole left side and then have the front side of them lit and in the background be completely dark yeah i've seen you do it yeah and it'd be like on a white backdrop Mm -hmm. so it's like you are paying for the expertise of what i've literally sat here and done so then when i go outside it's like it's a little different, but you get a chance to do more different types of editing. So in my head, you're telling me that my expertise is not good enough, in your opinion, for you to pay whatever that dollar amount is. Okay, hey, guess what? There's a door. Go see it. Because um, I've had multiple times somebody hit me up and was like, hey, I wanted, I want you to do my blase blah photo shoot. I'm like, all right, cool. And I send them my prices, and they be like, oh, no, that's too much. You tripping. I'm like, cool. And then they go get it done by somebody, and then they hate the photo shoot. And then they come back and be like, hey. And I'm like, hmm. I tried to told you. And in my head, it's like, pay, people don't want to pay the money for what they want. It, wait, let me rephrase that. People don't want to pay the money for what they want when they feel like they can find it at a cheaper and a better deal if they can cut corners. Now, if you want that house, you're going to pay the money for that house, right? But if you want that photo shoot, you're going to be like, eh, maybe I don't really need it, so I'm just going to do it at a cheaper. I like, I kind of like what they're doing. I'm going to tell them what I want by using my reference pictures and then being like, <laughs> can you make it look like this? And then they say, yeah, and then you get the pictures back. It looks nothing like that. So, um, Brother Caleb... Are you suggesting that you get what you pay for? Yes. And my thing is, like, I've had, look, full transparency, I've had clients that didn't like the pictures that I gave them back multiple times. But out of those multiple times, I've had clients to be like, hey, I didn't like this about the picture. Can you fix it? Of course. Fix it. They'd be like, oh, thank you so much. Then I have other people that do it, and they be like, oh, well, I didn't know that I could do that. I was like, well, you didn't ask. And I've had people that do a photo shoot, and then months later, ask for a refund. Not months later. Or weeks later, ask for a refund. They'd be like, hey, well, I want my refund. Okay, no. You can dispute it all you want to, but in your contract, it says once service are provided, <laughs> no refund. Yeah. Read your contracts, people. I mean, look, it is what it is. If you want to read your contract, you can read your contract. If you don't want to read your contract, you don't want to read your contract. Either way you go, um, you're not getting that money back. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> you know, here I go try to help people. No, look, people, <laughs> look, in reality, I want people to understand what they're getting themselves into in my contracts. Because all of my contracts literally says exactly what you're doing. And I encourage people to read the contract so much to the point to where they have to actually hit a checkbox and read through it. We have to hit, they have, it's a checkbox on each point that I want you to know of 
that you that some most of them are. I have two different contracts. I'm re because I'm revamping my old one. One of them has a whole bunch of checkbox and then it has like a model release form. Um, I don't have like if it's if I'm doing kids photo shoots, I don't have parents check that. It's optional. But if I'm doing like an adult photo shoot, that's like um, like something simple. Oh, check that box. Like these up here. Yeah, like check that box. But at that same concept, I want people to read what they're getting themselves into because I don't want somebody to come back and be like, oh, you said that, well, I thought that it would take a week and a half for the pictures to be done. I said, nope. In the contract, it says four weeks, three weeks, whatever. Well, I didn't know it was that long when I booked the photo shoot. Yes, you did. You checked the box that said um, that I understand. No, no. No, they didn't. Because they didn't read the contract, which is why I said read your contracts. But people. no, it's it's like it's people that have read contracts that come to me and say, "Oh, it's really gonna take three weeks," and I'm like, "Yeah." It's like I said on the contract. I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, and then like a week after that photo shoot, hey, have my pictures done yet? No, you still have three more weeks. Who is that? That's that my you. brother. That's why. Wise. That's why I thought that was you. Oh, y'all looks y'all look similar from like yeah. right here. Yeah. Uh, he got a. Uh, Fragrance coming out. Pre-launch is tomorrow, the fifteenth. Um, so if y'all not following him already, Chef Wise on Instagram, C H E F W Y Z E. And the official launch is next week, but the pre-launch for pre-ordering is tomorrow. Um, he still ain't sent his brother the information, so I could get on that. But you know. We not gonna talk about that too openly in the public. Um, love you, bro, son. Uh, but <clears throat> I think uh, we we just got to do better as far as genuinely supporting each other because I feel like, and we've talked about this before when we did the entrepreneur episode. Uh, the table is big enough for everybody to be able to eat. And what Man, you do at the table at this point, it's like a whole entire gymnasium sized table. Right. And, and what what you do well doesn't it shouldn't anyway um have me feeling like we gotta be in competition. Uh now it's different where you and I are concerned specifically because we don't do the same thing. So we don't, and you know what's crazy is let's put it in full like transparency. I'm a photographer. Um, I am not. I have a whole bunch of photographer friends, and I be recommending people to them all the time, and they have done it for me. Why? Because we can eat at the same table, right? Just because I'm a beauty photographer and I that's that's what I specialize in. Don't mean that if somebody said, hey. Um, I want to do some beauty work and I really love your your stuff. I'm going to be like, okay, you know what? Let me see. I got somebody that's been wanting to do a beauty shoot for a long time. Hey, this is somebody that I know of. They um, they Maybe they're cheaper than me, whatever. Or right. maybe they're not cheaper than me, whatever. But maybe they're my friend. Hey, contact them um, so you can do your shoot. Pastor Young said the society has society set it up, has set it up that, that way. way. See, see, what? See. Yeah. That um, part. And I, I but it it is it's it's unfortunate that 
and I and I agree with you, Pastor Young. It, it definitely is um, a societal uh, setup. Um, I just think that we, the people, should be a little um, more cognizant of it, I guess, and not be so quick to jump into competition with each other, especially because. A lot of times I see, like, you not y'all doing the same thing, but not the same way, and so you're not really doing the same thing. Like, for instance, like you're saying, you do a specific, you specialize in a specific type of photography, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not just a okay. Well, this is another photographer, so I can't because how I'm gonna eat if I rec- but they may not do the same type of photography that you do. Um, so if that be the case, what's the harm in, you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess that's, that's where my frustration, uh, lies. He said, uh, but you have the power to dictate, to dictate how you let it affect you. Yeah. Very true. And that's like, say the last part one more time. But you have the power to let it dictate. No, you, what you said. Oh, about. Um, sometimes you're doing the You're in the same field But you don't have the same um, Expertise or You don't specialize in the same area of, of said field So like for us We're doing a podcast There is millions of podcasts There are podcasts like ours That have two males And then we're sitting we're talking about Whatever we're talking about we're right not the podcast man Um yeah, <laughs> some of them is out here wilding, but if we started to compare ourselves to other podcast podcasts, people. it would be very easy for us to, uh, Pastor Young's point, to let what others do and how they do it affect us. Yeah, because at that point we're competing with something that's always that. If you if you find yourself competing. With one person, you're going to find yourself competing with a whole bunch of and other people. And oftentimes, when you find yourself in competition, it's, it's very easy for you to get outside of yourself. And what I mean is just going back to the podcast example, right? Now, we could get on here and probably get real, go real viral real quick. Real ignorant. With some of the takes that you see others, you know what I mean? If yeah. that's what the motivation was. But that's not what it is. And but that's, that's but that's not what it is. But also it's the crazy if part. we allowed ourselves to be looking like, oh well we really wanna like it and it also then compromises the authenticity of our presentation. Because one of the reasons why <clears throat> we have the people that rock with us that rock with us is because they know they're gonna get our authentic selves. You know what? I've realized this is going to sound crazy, but at the same time, it's not. A lot of people have an NBA point guard, an NBA mindset when it comes to um, the whole entrepreneur spirit. All right. So you want to hear how I'm going to break this down, right? So who is LeBron James trying to be better than? You're asking me? Mm-hmm. In the league right now, who is LeBron James trying to be better than? Nobody. Because cool. he feels so like he is the best. He's he's gone on record. So that, that that's what you would consider as the small bubble, right? Okay. 
So a lot of people take the NBA mindset of a small bubble, like you have to achieve this person to get to the big boss or whatever, right? So now you're stuck in this small bubble because everybody knows everybody mm. in the NBA. Right. So now everybody knows that you have to be that um, LeBron James is, mo- is 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 the person of the NBA, mm-hmm. or then you have like John Morant. John Morant is a point guard that you can't really stop him. So in that mind frame, people are like, oh well. I'm the only one in Utah that's as good right here, so I need to go ahead and battle the whole entire NBA so I can be the best shooting guard in the NBA. But it's not even like that because as a photographer, it's at least 2,000 other photographers in the state of Washington. So I'm supposed to battle 2,000 photographers in the state of Washington. Then, matter of fact, that might just be Tacoma. Then I got to go to Seattle where it might be 4,000. Then from there, I'm still in the same state, and I ain't even got. I'm still in ten thousand trying to be number one. But instead, how about you just be stay in find your own niche? Like for me, I I build sets, I do beauty photography. I can personally say I have not seen somebody in the state of Washington that creates different types of sets for each one of their photo shoots. I'm not saying that person is not out there, but I do know people that have sets or have pre-built stuff built in their studios as me personally i cultivate different setups like the one on the wall right there that that one right there with her in the green dress where it's like i made the whole entire set by myself i'm just bored i was like you know i'm gonna make a set so i do stuff like that on a regular day basis that's that's what i do that's my thing that's my go-to that's what i'm good at and then i make it look like art form right so instead of being like, oh, all of these people is doing beauty work. I want to be just like them. I want to be just like them. I said, you know what? I was at that, that one point. And what happened is I said, I want to be a beauty photographer like this person. And then when I got to the area, I'm like, wow, this is really good. This is boring. Um, I need to add more to my work. And then I found my own self. I found my own because my photography, my Instagram for my photography used to just look scattered. Like, everything was just so scattered. Like, it wasn't real one style. Now people go to my stuff, and they know it. And then I've had multiple people talking about, hey, did you take this photo shoot? I'm like, what photo shoot? They'll send me the picture. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like, they didn't tag you in it. I'm like, did you know it was me? They was like, yeah, I know your work, because your work is always. I'm like, hey, that's fine. So what I did is I start capitalizing on me. Right. And I started betting on me, because... Now when people be like, hey, I want to do a photo shoot, and I give them a price, and they're like, oh, well, that's too much. In my head, I'm like, hey, that's fine, because I'm betting on me at this point. Like, if you don't cherish the amount of time that I have to take to get up, get dressed, drive to the studio, get everything set up, make sure everything is working, I had to invest the time to learn how to do the photography, I had to invest in time to the buying, the, knowing how to do all of the editing. I had to invest the time and money into the equipment and everything that I have. So, if like just that alone is like enough for some for me to give somebody a price, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay." But I'm also the same person that if you say, "Um, no, you're too expensive," I'm gonna be like, "That's fair," because I ain't cheap. Used to be. But as you, as you acquire, just using the the NBA example, right? Um, 
and I know it's 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 different because it's sports, mm-hmm. but the principle is the same. Because you could use that in the corporate world too. Exactly. As you acquire a more diverse skill set, you are worth more. If you only when you only can do one thing well, then that's what they determine your worth as on that one thing. Respectfully. It's why you have players on teams that get a contract based on a spe- so we got shooters. So you're a shooter. This is what we're paying you to do. You're a defender. This is what we're paying you to do. If you go into the corporate world, well, you're good at marketing. This is what we're paying you to do. Yeah. We're not paying you to make no financial decisions. We make you, we're paying you to market well because that's what you do. That's your area of expertise. But as you diversify your skill set, now you are creating more worth for yourself. And there's like, nothing wrong with charging what you're worth. That's I, And that's... <clears throat> it goes it goes super deep. I can go on and on for about it for days too because it's like using the um LeBron James method. When LeBron came in, he was a great player. Three pointer was decent, right? Keep on. I'm, I'm no, I was three. looking at it too. Three yeah. point was decent, but then as he got older and older with his stuff everything about him just became the total package of a player because you like he's fast he can jump he can shoot he can dunk he can block he can post up what can he do oh that's right he can do a jump hook so just give him money right he said uh great example why would 7-eleven set up their shop across the street from chevron and advertise gas 7-eleven ain't known for gas they are known for Slurpees. Be good at that. Don't compete. Uh, Chevron <laughs> gas. When you are good at the one thing, then I will go to Chevron for gas and come across the street for a Slurpee when I am done. Exactly. That's the that's one of the best references I've you seen. You talking about time. the corner of 176 and Pacific. You ain't slick, Pastor Young. Yeah. I seen the 7 Eleven and the Chevron. <laughs> You're not wrong though, because I was Wait, confused. You're talking about the one over there by um Right on the corner. So there's a seven eleven, a a seven eleven that's also a gas station, the new but one? except but there's a newer one. They redid the Chevron that sits right on the corner, but it's also seven eleven. Brown bear? No, no, no. So if you go over See, I knew he, <laughs> I knew that's you, what he was if talking you go, about. You know what um guitar center is at? No, I'm talking about in Spanaway. No, I'm saying you know what Guitar Center is at? Yes. It's like that. It's a Brown Bear gas station. Oh, yeah, Chevron, yeah. And then right on the other side is a 7-Eleven yeah. gas station. Yeah. But I know which one that one is. Yeah. He, I mean, but he's right. Like, do what you're good at. And now, again, it's not wrong to, to have... Diversify. Yeah, to diversify and expand and things like that. But don't lose what you're known for. So, to your point about photography, if what you're known for is the experience, then you're going to give the experience every time. As a worship leader, what I'm known for is I'm like, I'm nowhere near nobody's, no, nobody's going to name me as one of their uh, favorite or best singers. Because that's <laughs> not what I, I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm serviceable, but that's not, like, I get you. I'm not going to be out here. Like the you know upper echelons of of just staying and flat foot sing right, but what people know they're going to get with me is I'm going to be very passionate and very enthusiastic, very energetic 
about my presentation because that's how I feel about the worship experience, right? So when people ask me, I say all the time, like, listen, if you want to be, if you want to be entertained, I'm not the person that you want. But if you want to have an inviting worship experience together, mm-hmm. then I'm then I'm your dude. No, that makes sense. That's like, um, so that's that's what I started to do. I started to stay in my lane because I think until this year, I just started back accepting weddings, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I limit how many big weddings I do a year. Like it's like four to five, right. and they have to be scattered out throughout the year. I will never do five weddings in a month. That's just because it's not my passion. Right. I love the love, but sometimes weddings are the most frustrating thing to do in the world. Not because it's a wedding; it's because sometimes the wedding planner is is like all over the place, or sometimes it's just so much chaos. Because I've been at weddings to where I'm taking a picture, and I've had a family member pop out of the blue and take the picture of me taking a picture like take a picture of the bride as soon as they come down and mess up my whole shot right or have it to be like i'm taking the family have you seen the videos uh i can't remember oh shanae has shared it is how i see it but there's a guy that's in the wedding party and they're the the wedding party is coming in and he's telling people to put their phone away or... or and he said, we paid good money for these photos? Yep. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. But that's what it'd be like. And it's like... Uh, so that's why I stopped doing like weddings and stuff. And then I used to... Remember when I used to have the packages to where people... What a little promotion where people could uh, do the birthday pictures mm-hmm. like, a, like a year or two ago? I stopped doing that because I started getting so many people that wanted pictures and didn't understand that the process behind it like it says three weeks and then I would it says two to three weeks so then I would y'all would book y'all photo shoot for let's say some like March 1st and your birthday is March 2nd and then you'd be like hey can you give me my pictures back by tomorrow no right <laughs> you'd be lucky if you get one right like if you and you it's like book that February 1st if you wanted it by March 2nd and it's like I get it and it, it it's just weird because some a lot of people be requesting stuff that they already don't respect or don't know about. Like, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot because I I be getting irritated at uh, too much too often. <laughs> <laughs> so to to that same point, so all of my siblings are chefs, right? Mm-hmm. Two in particular, uh, chef wise, and uh, my sister. Uh, chef Vanessa, that's Vanessa, V E R N E S S A. You're not gonna sit here and say it to me. No, like in front le- of these people. Legitimately, that, I n- I never knew that. You definitely knew that. No, we'll we've talk, never talked about it. We we definitely did. No, we haven't. I promise you, we did. No, <laughs> no, you didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me this. You probably we, did. I, I'm about to say it. We definitely had a whole conversation. Did. Matter of fact, she was on Facetime when we. After one of the shows, and we was talking about it as Touché. well. You got it. When you were talking about going to Georgia, that's when I found out. Right. Because yeah, okay, okay. I remember what you're talking about now. So, I remember now. but people ask me when they realize they're like, so are your uh, are your siblings are chefs and, and not you? When you grow up with chefs, you don't feel like cooking. Well, we. My funny answer to them is, well, they make the food. I bless it, and then I eat it, right? Because I'm the preacher, and the, you know. So, but that's funny. 
the thing is, they, I never had a passion to, to cook. That makes sense. They've all had a passion for cooking. And, you know, the two in particular have been able to branch out um, and have their own businesses. So that, you know what I mean? Like they, they do, um, my, my brother does, you know, catering and, you know, private events, but, you know, my sister does the same thing. Um, but they, but they also have different styles, right? So, um, she does, she also does desserts. Um, so it, it, but they're not ever in competition with each other if you go to either of their pages and not just because they're brother and sister Mm -hmm. they share plenty of other chefs work and and videos and and refer and recommend other because again everybody can eat hey auntie um everybody can eat and you know hopefully one day we'll we'll be able to come together and figure out how to make this thing work? That makes sense. as a family. <laughs> that makes sense. Like I, t- I, I tell them all the time, hey, listen, I'll be, I manage it. I'm not cooking nothing, but I manage. Look. But you know, we're also we all don't live in the same state, so that you know that sort of thing makes it difficult. But even if we never did that, the point I'm making is they do the same thing, but not the same way, and not necessarily to the same audience per se. But neither of them feel like and they're in two different states. And they're in two different states, right? Yeah. Um, so when and I've and they both done it. So if my my brother somebody reached out to him like, hey, blah blah, blah I'm looking for this or whatever, he'll send them to my sister and vice versa. She looking somebody hits her up and they're looking for something like, oh well, listen, I don't do that, but I got a brother in Arizona that can take care of that for you, or somebody from. Arizona has hit her and she's like, nah, you got somebody local that can do that. And he just happens to be my brother as well. So, you know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's a, the notion that you, you're, you have to constantly, like you said earlier, we, we both said it. Only person I'm really competing with is me. Yeah. I'm just trying to be better, a but, better me than I was. But a lot of yesterday. people do that. So, uh, when I went to Vegas, I don't know if I told you about her, but her name is Bree, uh, Brianna. Bree images so we went out there some so i have so now i have a cousin that stays in yes, uh, you, vegas you have told me about so cousin. when brie posts something i'll be reposting talking about yo my cousin is fire behind that camera okay cool like marissa when marissa posts something i if I, i'll repost it easy if it's a photographer if i like the picture i like the picture if you're an amazing photographer, I'm going to tell you you're an amazing photographer. It's just that simple. That doesn't mean that I'm still not going to eat. Right. Or that you don't think that you're an amazing photographer. Exactly. Like, bro. In a perf- Two things could be true. In a perfect world, in the perfect clientele world, let's say you have a client. Or let's say I'm, I'm only doing studio. And I'm just, that's just my thing. But it's only studio with, like, flash photography. And let's say... Um, like you have Marissa that's doing um, studio, but it's only natural light. And then let's say you have Brianna, uh, uh, amazing, great photographer. Let's say you have Brianna, and she does, and she's only doing natural light. And we all shooting the same client. But she uses all three of us for three different looks. 
one is completely outdoors natural light the other one is in studio with the light coming in through the windows natural light and the other one is no natural light artificial light so that's one client using three different photographers because all of them expert uh is their expertise is one different thing all around right so that's that's cool but let's say that one that one person Let's say all three of us can do all three of the things I just said, mm -hmm. but that client wants to go to all three of us for different things just because maybe they like this idea or maybe they like this idea. That doesn't mean you're not going to eat. That just means that that client just went to you. Right. Like if I lose if I lose a client to any photographer, do you know what I say? I hope you like your pictures. That's really all that matters. Right. Oh, you're not upset? No. Did you like your photo shoot? Yeah, I loved it. It looked great. Oh, that that I don't care. Like, and I tell people that all the time. I'm like, when I do a photo shoot, I don't pick the pictures for, for when the clients do it because it's not my photo shoot. Now, granted, if it's pictures in there that I just can't stand, that just look really bad, and I know that the client's probably going to like them, I do take them out because then that's also a representation of myself. Right. But at that same concept, if I'm, if I'm fine with all of the pictures, I'm, I'm going to uh, send them off and be like, hey, pick your blah, blah, blah amount of pictures. So... The whole notion that because we're in the same field, we got to compete is not a competition unless you make it one. Like if you do three photographers, one model. So you have one model, three different photographers, and you're trying to see who gets the best picture or who does the best edit. But that, then that those the only time you're in competition is with those three photographers when y'all have made up your mind that this is a this is a photo shoot for competition specifically for this one model. It's the only time I ever see myself being in com in, com in competition. Wow. In competition. Yep. In competition in with. In I had to get it out. We are going to make that a giveaway. Ain't nobody gonna get it. No, no, no. They gotta if they listen to it when they listen to it, and even y'all that is that is uh, watching. Uh, so when this drops, we gonna do a lunch giveaway. If somebody can. Your tell sister ain't allowed. That if somebody can tell us the words you just made up, your competition. Your sister ain't allowed. Well, she not listening no more. She not. She gone. So she, if she listens to the episode, she she's Don't eligible. Don't she listen to every episode? She does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have to uh figure out when they we... have to write us at dear some of y'all either on Instagram or Facebook. That's dear summer. Y'all It's the name of the show If guys. you're watching the show You should already be able to guess How to spell it <laughs> Just putting that out there I'm Well no We're we, we not even We're not even They don't have to Because it's not a word So you can't really <laughs> You can't really say We can't base the prize on Who spells it correctly Because it's not a word I didn't say it has to be spelled correctly It's just whoever actually Says I got it you. first Alright so if you're listening to this And you didn't watch the live Then Petition. And if you want to join a church home Nope Nope because church is being competition. This Sunday is Easter Sunday. Do it the following. Eli, grab your t-shirt and come on and get your daddy.
کې یې شګه اخلي.